Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage, this is The Brothers Ketchup, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together just to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi, and with me as always is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. Oh, it's been a while. How are you? It's been seven days. I'm good. I haven't seen you much. I know. But I'm gone. I was gone. I'm I was going to do that intro like now. Kermit the Frog, and I decided not to. I'm glad you decided not to. Coming through you live from Parkview Studios, and the anyway. garage. This is the Brothers Ketchup. Why would you? A weekly podcast where two brothers come together just to catch up. That was bad. I'm your host, Kermit the Frog. Coming to you live from Parkview Studios. Is it weird that you only have one impression? I have been working on a Jordan Peterson impression that I think is pretty good. <laughs> As I asked you about having one impression, literally in my head I went, oh, I forgot he thinks he can do Jordan <laughs> Peterson. Which you can, sometimes. That one wasn't it. But like, sometimes there's certain words you say, I'm like, that was him. Like, that was it. Jordan Peterson is in the room. I used to do a Steve Irwin impression. It's here. That's so it's just an Austra- It's just going to be an Australian accent. Crikey. Yeah, that's just not <laughs> Steve Irwin. That's just any Australian saying that. No, I used crikey. to do much better. It's a long time, though. What else you got? Oh man! Can I get a? I I know you do Goofy. No, I Mickey. You don't do Mickey. Hold on. <clears throat> oh, oh boy! Hello, Minnie. Hello, mm. hello, Minnie. Minnie. Um, it's been a while. I gotta like mm. sit in the mirror and. Like, I thought you had Goofy. No, I don't think so. Gosh, gosh. <laughs> I can do animal noises. Alright, uh, lion. That's, I can't do lion. I know you do a seagull. Do I do a seagull? (laughs) (laughs) I do, um... I do, uh... What do you mean you do? I do a chicken noise. You just do these alone, just in Sometimes. your car. Just like, <laughs> just practice your animal noises. Can I get a horse? Oh, that was awful. Is that a dying horse? Um, okay, I don't like using the podcast as a platform to talk about people we know. Okay, especially our family. Sure. Not only because, like, I think that's rude. Also, I don't want to get too personal. Also, if they listen to it, I don't want it, like them to tune in and be like, they shit talking me on the podcast, but... But I'm going to shit talk to It's not shit talk. It's just a funny antidote about our mother. Oh, cool. This weekend. I was in Florida. Yes. Yeah, so I haven't seen her. you. You were on a trip. We had a great time. Had a great time with mom. Had a great time with Amanda. Her parents. It was great. On Saturday got night... A tan. On Saturday night, we were in Clearwater. I don't know why. I saw the trailer for the new Jurassic World movie. And I watched the the first Jurassic World. And I didn't like it. But it was entertaining. But I didn't like it. I didn't think it was a good movie. But I never saw the second one. So I wanted to watch the second one. I told the man, I was like, we should watch the second one while we're down here. So okay. So we were in Clearwater at her parents' condo. And we have, like, the pull-out... There's three pull-out couches. 
got mom in this one, me and Amanda are in this one, and then her parents are in that one. We're like, all in the living room, we got a movie on, the lights are out, it was cool, right? Mom was like, what are you, what are you putting on? I said, Jurassic World. She goes, oh, I can't, I can't watch that. I was like, what do you mean? The second Jurassic World. The second Jurassic World. First of all, she thought it was the old movie, which makes sense, because if you... But I was like, no, this is the new one with Chris Pratt. She goes, okay, but like, is it scary? I was like, I don't think so. I think it's like an action movie. It's dinosaurs. She goes, I can't watch it. She afraid of dinosaurs? I didn't know She's that. afraid of... I think she's afraid of movies that aren't, like... <laughs> Tension. She's afraid of scariness. Yeah. Any, any like, anxiety. I don't... Like... In the movies... Terrible. Like, that movie, Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, is terrible. I watched The Nostalgia Critic right after. As soon as I watched that movie, I was like, I need to watch reviews of this. I gotta see what people are saying. Nostalgia Critic has a great review of it. Um, but anyway, towards the back end of this movie, may last 20 minutes. So if the, this is gonna be tough for our listeners, because they're not seeing this but if the tv is like in front of you she was turned sideways to the tv sitting on like her couch just looking like this for the last like 20 minutes she couldn't look at the screen they're just dinosaurs <laughs> like yeah i guess they were like they eating were, people they were eating people but like they never showed them eating people like they always like would cut when it was time to eat the person. Which I think is bullshit. It's not very gory. It's not a lot of blood. I want gore and blood. That's what I want, but there was none of it. Then I just thought... I thought it was, it was it was very funny. This new Jurassic Park movie looks as bad as any movie I've ever seen. And I'm going to watch it. But the second one is... It's one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my life. Like, seriously. Just from a... a the acting is... And I love Chris Pratt. He's not great in it. Well, they're all just phony mailing at this point. The the, the writing is, <laughs> a, like they didn't even try to write a comp like a story that made any sense. Dinosaurs are back. We're it's not a theme park, but it is, and everyone's gonna die. You know, I don't like movies, and like the Fast and Furious series does this a lot. Like, I don't like movies that know that they make no sense, and like they're just okay with it. Like. This is we, fun. And we, there's sense. a volcano. There's a volcano. It wipes out 90% of the dinosaurs. They only show them saving, like, a handful of dinosaurs. And you're like, okay, they didn't save that many dinosaurs. But then they get back to, like, where they bring all the dinosaurs. And it's like, you saved millions of dinosaurs. Where did all these dinosaurs come from that you couldn't save? And then they kill, like, all of them. <laughs> and then at the end, there's... Even more. It's like you. That doesn't make any sense. You didn't set up anything that shows you had that many dinosaurs, so it's just stupid. And overall, it was, a, it was a bad movie, but I enjoyed it. It was fun. But I'll give it a ten. I'll give it like a four point eight. I know I watched movies this weekend, but I can't remember. What did you watch? You've been on a older movie kick. You watched Transporter. Oh yeah, that was a while ago. You watched Three Hundred. Yep. 300 holds up. What else did you watch? Can't remember. What'd you do? What'd you do over your weekend? Nothing. Can I? I heard something happen. Thursday we went on a date 
<clears throat> this is your Valentine's belated Day. Valentine's Day date. Okay. Had a great time. Two bottles of wine. Really fancy dinner. Appetizers, dessert, the works. As we're leaving, like, had such a good time. First night out without the baby and, like, a date night. We've gotten to, like, weddings. Are you, like, a little buzzed? Yeah, a little bit. But, like, not drunk or anything. Perfectly safe to drive. And it's cold this winter here. And the restaurant's in, like, Point, so it's a beach town. And pretty dead. But the restaurant was bumping. There were people there. We were one of the last people to leave, though. So as we're walking across the street. What time was it? It's like 9.30-ish. Okay. You know, not too late, but like... It's a restaurant. They're not open like crazy late. It was like 8.30. It was like 8.45. I don't know. So I'm between 8.30 and 9.30. They're all blurs together. And as I'm walking across the street, the car is like literally just right across the street from the restaurant. So like I'm taking the key out of my pocket. And like we're directly in the middle of the street. And the key falls from my hand onto the pavement. And I look... To my right, like as you do when you're crossing traffic, and realize I don't have enough time to like bend down and scoop the key up and get how, out of the way. How close is this car? <sighs> we made the decision. It couldn't have been that close if you're crossing the street. No, we made the decision to cross with a little bit of a skip to get in front of this car that was coming towards us. Like we're like, we can, we can make it. But we gotta put a little hustle. We can make it. We just can't drop the keys in the middle of the room. Exactly. Like it's gotta be a little hustle. (laughs) Don't drop the key because you don't have time. Don't trip. (laughs) You're not gonna have time to definitely like stop, scoop it up, and jump out of the way of the car. Okay, so you're processing this information. You look and you go, if I bend down, I might just get hit by this car. I actually probably did have time to bend down. No, I'm assuming it's dark. If it were a smooth like, it would have to be, like, a smooth Scott Brocious... Like, bare, bare hand. hand. keep going. Yeah. but And I didn't trust my faculties at that point. But you could see the keys. It's not too dark where, like, you don't literally, even know where the keys are. Literally, the key falls right next It's, like, to next it. to your foot. And just, like, a nice, solid splat. Like, it doesn't bounce or go anywhere. It's right like there. A, like, a stone right there. So but my, this car is coming. Car is coming. And, like... Like I said, I probably had more time than I thought. So, like, if I had just take took my time, not just took a deep breath, shrugged off the little wine buzz, bent, grabbed, got up, and kept walking, probably could have got out of there fine. But my decision was, I'm just going to give this a quick little, like, kick skip it. into the other lane, because I was close to the double yellow. Yeah, just kick the keys out of the lane. Needed to go eight inches. Did you even think, before attempting the kick, like, what if I just kick these and they go into a sewer there's nowhere no sewer was around okay it wasn't it wasn't gonna happen and it was just to be a gentle kick like i said to get it just across the the road is dead this is the only car this is the only car once this car passes just go pick them up immediately behind this car too (laughs) but after that car there's no other cars anywhere in sight so i go to kick the key and i gotta be honest it is a whiff (laughs) <laughs> so now like, hi, but that's a good thing because that tells me had I gone the other route to stop bend down pick it up you probably would have fallen could have fumbled that one <laughs> yeah. worse so like you whiff the kick yeah so now I know it's not a big kick it's not like your legs up in the air but like 
Now you're on one leg. It was more like a. It's like when you're kicking rocks and you just want to make sure you get a solid push forward of the rock, so you, you got to drag your foot. And you're like, but in the dragging my foot, like just my toe kind of caught the key. But now are you off balance? Or are you at? You're out of the way of the car. No, so I do it in one like smooth motion where I kind of kick, drop the key and kick almost at one time as I'm taking the step. And when I miss, it's not like you're I out of hesitate the way. and okay. step. Okay. I just keep going. Right. And in my head, I'm like, I didn't catch that. I got a piece of it and moved it maybe like an inch or two. But you I didn't. Like, it's in. It's still in the middle of the road. Honestly, I don't think it's even in this the path of this tire. Anyway. And I think my kick definitely ensured what it's is, close enough to the yellow line. What's Rachel's thought process in all of this? Does she even know you dropped the keys? Yeah, she's right next to me. She's like, oh, no. Like She like maybe audibly goes, oh, no, grab the key because it fell on the ground. Um, you went, I'll just try to kick it. So I was like, miss. But in my head, like even when it hit the ground, I was like, well, because it was kind of close to the double yellow. And in my head, I'm like, I don't think it's really in danger at all. But it just happens that there's two cars coming, and I would rather it not be laying on the ground in the lane because it's the only car key I have in order to. Because like modern cars, it's all digital stuff. So like I don't have like a key. I have this thing that's a fob that to unlock the car. I need to have it in my possession. So like I, it's not like I thought it's gonna get run over. And then immediately as I cross a W O and this car passes, like like it was in a movie. Just dead the tire crushes the key. Like, like, <laughs> couldn't have been in a better place for that tire to absolutely destroy the tiny plastic key that I dropped what, on the ground. What instantly goes through <laughs> your head as you watch this? Because you've got to be doing, like, the I, like, you're looking at the key and you're looking at the car. You're like, that's looking if pretty good. Well, I was laughing coming out of the restaurant. Like, crap, we were joking about something, like, laughing. And then as the key, as I, like, fumbling the key i start laughing because like i notice the car coming i'm like oh shit and like the laughter started then and just the whole i kicked and missed and the how immediate the crush of the key was i was pissing my pants on (laughs) like i thought it was the funniest shit ever like funny like laugh to keep from crying kind of laughter is rachel laughing she was laughing too but we were both like oh fuck like oh no (laughs) You're also like, how the fuck did that just happen? Because now you're stuck. Well, in theory. In theory. In theory, you're stuck. Because, like, honestly, it looked like... Because it's dark, too. It looked like the key... And it's a black key that is now shattered in pieces. Looked like the key was going to be... You have to now go search for this key. Looked like it was going to be a lost cause. Um, so, first, she's, like, making phone calls now. Because, like, we go to the car, obviously. You can't open the car. The key is <laughs> somewhere in the road in pieces. Um, but honestly, it only took me like six or seven minutes of looking in the dark to, to find kind of find all the pieces. I pretty I don't know if I have all the pieces, but I have enough. The most important piece, which is the battery, motherboard, and GPS little ticker thing that unlocks the car. When I found that, I was like, "Oh, money!" Because that wasn't cracked. It wasn't in one piece. It was just a solid hunk of like. That's the only thing. I just I just drove the car. All over the place with just the motherboard and the chip. Like, you don't need the rest of the key. The plastic and the buttons and all that. It's all BS. But I have those pieces, too. Um, then we got in the car and we left. But it was hilarious for the f- six minutes that we thought that we were stranded. Because we were like, oh, no. And those keys to replace them are like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for some stupid reason. It's another scam to get you. 
It's pretty, when you drop them and they get run over. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't beat yourself up. It happens every once in a while. Sometimes you. I don't think it happens every once in a while. I don't think people's keys are getting run over <laughs> all that often. But. No, but I mean, like things like that will happen in life where you'll sure you'll have an incident at a very untimely. That's not even my worst like Valentine's Day mishap like that. I've had a worse Valentine's Day incident like that. What happened? In college, I was on a Valentine's Day date where this is when I had the Ford Ranger pickup truck. I locked the keys in the car. On, oh. the, on the amount of times I locked keys in the car, the Ford we were Ranger. supposed to go, uh, like we had reservations somewhere, plans to be somewhere. I don't even remember what it was at this point. And because I locked the keys in the car, I couldn't meet who I was supposed to meet, so I was stranded. I was trying to explain. I was stranded. My phone was dying. Trying to like make <laughs> phone calls with AAA. I think my phone died. Had to set up AAA. AAA finally comes. They have the thing that unlocks the car. Mm-hmm. But because, like, the battery had died, because I think I locked them in, like, the car was running, he unlocks it and leaves. And when I Go to, like, start close my door or whatever, I made plans to salvage the rest of the night. And when I had closed the car door, the battery kicked or whatever and relocked the keys in the car. And I was stranded again for another... Wait, like, hold on. I had to call AAA a second you time. You locked your keys in the car? Twice in one night on Valentine's Day. And then immediately locked your keys in the car as again? As soon as AAA drove away, yeah. I had to file a whole new thing. It took, like, an, I know, like, b- back then in D.C., like, AAA was it. took forever. What were, what were your thoughts when you locked it in the second time? Were you like, no fucking way? Well, I would have I lost my mind. I did lose my mind, but... <laughs> I had the back window open the second time because, like, I got in the car and I somehow slid that open. And I spent the whole time they were on their way here trying to reach, trying to like get climb something. into the back window. My like a car. clothes hanger, trying to get keys. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I'm assuming that girl never talked to you after Valentine's. No, yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work out. Yeah, no, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> Throw up twice <laughs> in one night. It's impressive. Like this is definitely isn't real. You're making excuses. Like no, there's I'm no way you. Li- I'm. I just want to go on a date. I know you didn't lock your car, your keys in the car twice. No, no honestly, I did. Honestly, I did. <laughs> All right, it's getting late. All right. Uh, is there anything I want to say? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm glad to hear you had a good time. I still, I still don't know. Ooh. I'm worried about baseball. I'm officially. I'm officially worried. <laughs> now? Yep. And not worried that, like, there's not going to be a season. I already know there's going to be a delay. I'm worried that, like... I'm worried I don't care. <laughs> I don't care either, man. Like, I'm worried baseball season is going year. to start, and I'm going to be like, don't care. Where's football? <laughs> football? Football's won me. It's such a better game. More fun. And I love baseball. But best man. Baseball is the best sport, but MLB is the worst league. They're the worst fucking league. <laughs> worst league. I the Saudi Golf League has completely fallen apart. Oh. Make, which makes me long. sad. But like I 
made a tweet like I want all a Saudi Bryson taking the contract for it to fall apart. Yeah, because then all of a sudden he didn't take the contract, and then there's no one, and everyone now it's even more. I don't know. All I know is though, I want a Saudi baseball league. Give me something. Give me a third, another baseball league. That's all I gotta say. I don't want to go too long. I just spring football. Do you see the XFL and the NFL officially announced their little partnership? They should. And the XFL is just going to be like minor league football. The only thing with that is like most college players go right to the NFL, right? So I'm assuming there's going to be a secondary group of college players that aren't good enough to go to the NFL that will go to the XFL. Can you do that from high school? Because you know how like there are Instead certain... of going to junior college? Yeah, well, instead of just going to college. Probably like what? All right, maybe I want to go... Sure, I can go to Alabama, but maybe I don't want to go to Alabama. Yeah. Because isn't that a thing with basketball? That they have the G League? Like, high school kids just go right to the G League instead of college? I don't know. I don't know how that would work. We'll have to see. But I think it's a good idea for them to have a developmental I'm going to walk on the XFL. Let's go! <laughs> Dude, Garrett Gilbert should be our backup quarterback. He's a free agent. For the Dolphins? Yeah. Alright. Give me Gilbert, baby. Two is backup? Did you see the two video? No. Wait, the one where he's doing the little... The little foot drill and then oh, the yeah, throw? he looks great. Dude, his feet are fast, man. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. <laughs> All right. A long way before he's throwing the ball again. Good night. Squirt you later.
How come when I'm negative about politics, you're like, you're so negative? No, but that's not. I'm not saying. So why are you just like Voldemort? You're interpreting it as negative. Like, but I'm not why can't saying I see it, your face? I'm not saying it as like a negative. You know? I'm just saying it's dead. Like, I mean, I guess being dead is a negative thing, but like. I'm not saying like. Oh, you know what? I think I know what you're saying. Last week, I think we talked, we touched on the idea of like. You <laughs> mentioned a lot how you like. You really like to look at the actual politics of things. Yeah. That is dead. Yeah. Like that doesn't exist anymore. Pretty much. Like I think we've. I think in the Western world we got a nice big this last seven days because we do this podcast every seven days has been a nice uh, taste of reality. You know what's interesting about doing a podcast every seven days? There are times where it's like nothing happens in seven day spans. Then there are other things where it's like, man, things change rapidly. Yeah. What happened in Canada and what's going on in Russia is drastically changing our world and people don't understand it or don't want to recognize so what, that. What's going on so in far. Russia? Enlighten me. I know nothing. Well, I don't want to pretend to be an expert on Ukraine and, and Russia. Are they going so to like, war or not? Well, here... Well, <laughs> if that were a simple question... Is Russia invading the Ukraine? If that were a simple question, we wouldn't be in the... It, this wouldn't even be an issue. Russia and the Ukraine have been at war for, you could say, years. You could say, generations. Months? It's longer than that. Days? <laughs> so... Hours. So the notion that, okay, Russia and Ukraine are at war, like, <clears throat> that's kind of silly. There's always border disputes between the two countries. When Barack Obama was in office in 2014, Russia annexed Crimea. That was the big deal back then. And if you remember, one of the reasons why that happened was because the United States kind of blustered themselves in this position where they kind of sanctioned themselves out of a position where Russia had anything to fear. And Crimea has so many cultural ties to Russia and the people there are so dis- like We have this idea because of the way the media frames this conflict that the Ukraine is some highly competent you know, advanced American-like democracy. It's a corrupt oligarchy essentially it's an it was part of the ussr it's not like after it broke away from the ussr it was a pro it became some beacon of of transparency and liberty it became a eastern european authoritarian state so the people in in the eastern part i mean in the in the well the eastern part right on the Russian border, in these two places now that Russia... The big breaking stuff happened today on Monday, where Putin came out and gave a speech. From my perspective, again, I'm not an expert, but the way I read it is Biden got himself played. Our State Department got themselves played. They came out for weeks saying how, well, Russia's on the border of these... of Ukraine and Belarus, they have... Troops are going to invade and take Kiev, and then all of Ukraine is going to belong to Russia by the end of Wednesday. Yep. Wednesday came and went. There was no invasion. Uh, is that weird, by the way? Is that something... 
Is that something that's normal? Does that happen a lot? What? Where, like, United States administrations are, like, reporting, like, dates of when Other invasions are going to happen? No. It seems crazy. No, it's BS. And no one questioned it when it happened. I mean, people questioned it, but, like, not the, not the people that, By know. BS, I mean it. It's just... Why would they know? They might they might have that kind of intelligence, but the notion that the State Department is coming out and doing that for any other reason than their own Machiavellian purposes is they're not being they're not being like uh I don't know they're not being heroes when they come out and say, Oh, Russia's I think that I I think they're trying to they're goad not being Russia. Heroes. They're trying to goad the conflict. Cause they, they want were, the war. There were Signs. Russia were doing military exercises on the border. There were skirmishes breaking out on the border. These two places, Donbass and Lushk, I don't know how to pronounce it. Lushk, Lushk, I don't know. These two places, depending on what you believe now, they took a referendum vote on whether or not they want to belong to Ukraine at all. And they voted no, like overwhelmingly, in the 90%. Now, when you get elections that go in... To ninety percent, usually that is indication of not a good. So, what do they want to be? Well, they both voted to be independent states, essentially their own country. Okay, that's what Putin came out today and said. Putin came out today and said, you know, Ukraine is historically Russia, and the Russian people begin in Kiev, and Russia's history starts in Ukraine. And the idea that Ukraine is a separate nation from Russia is something that I don't believe. But. Blah, 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 blah. These two nations, these two states vote for independence. They should be honored. And we're going to send in peacekeepers in order to make sure they can remain independent. Peacekeepers? So Russia then now has troops that aren't. What do you think Russia's peacekeepers look like? Well, this is exactly the See, this is exactly what they did in 2014. This is why Biden got played. This is why it almost seems like, to me, I mean. It doesn't seem like to me. It just see you could make the argument if someone were to say, "Oh, Biden were paid off to give Putin these two parts of Ukraine." Every time a Democrat gets in office, Putin gets to break off pieces of Ukraine and expand Russia into Ukraine. Must be pretty cool. So all I know is Biden, when he was vice president, was blackmailing the president of Ukraine. Oh, and man, now, I even put that together. And now. And Hunter is getting paid by Ukrainian oligarchs yep. <clears throat> and Russian politicians. So maybe the Bidens are paid off and they're extorting Ukraine. Maybe Ukraine really doesn't have any defenses here. If Putin came out today and said, actually, I'm taking all of Ukraine and marched all of his troops in, I think the right thing for America to do in that situation is nothing. So, so I mean, that's not a popular opinion. I'm a big proponent of nothing. I know. But all I'm saying is he could have said that if he wanted to. But he was calculated and decided not to, which tells me that he believes that if he had said that, or if he is tr- if he wanted to do that, that he believes he meets resistance. And I don't think... Now, it depends on what happens from here. Right now, it's just that they have peacekeeping troops in Donbass and the other place, Lush. Whatever, how you pronounce it. Uh, 
those troops are not military troops, he says. They're peacekeeping troops. But essentially, he's ensuring that these two places are no longer part of Ukraine, and they're more Russian. Now, do we think the people that actually voted for independence? <laughs> if they actually voted for independence, if they actually want it? I believe that, I bet you the sentiment is in favor of it. But I don't know if it's, I don't think it's probably 90%. 90%, right. But I would believe, like, if you told me it was 65 or 70%, I'd be like, okay. So that's interesting, then. But it's very similar to, like, those counties in Oregon that want to be part of Idaho. Yeah. Except it's two different countries, and there's... But World War Three could break out over it. Yeah. It's just like, we don't agree with these guys. They're corrupt, and we don't like them. But, I don't know, it's weird, like, so you want to be part of Russia? Well, culturally... These were the same people. I mean, I guess so, but like, the Ukraine, the Ukrainians are going to be more corrupt than Russia. Well, yeah. At the same time, maybe not more, but differently, or in a ways that it's like, listen, the Russian people murder people, but like, they start stealing any money. I don't know. It seems a little so. At the end, at the end of this week, when we get back together to record, we'll know. Like if Putin's, if this is it, so this is a big week. Yeah, I mean, if this is it, and the United States have egg on their face because they just gave up more of the Ukraine, and Putin doesn't further invade, and World War Three doesn't break out, and the United States puts sanctions on Russia, but Russia doesn't really care about the sanctions, then Putin kind of wins because he's he expanded. I Russia. think this is a win-win for Putin. Convis, if. In which way does he lose? If World War Three breaks out, because I could, you could probably argue he probably finds a win there too. Yeah, he doesn't want. I don't think he wants to overexert Russia. I think Putin is a very smart man. He's very calculated, and if he's making this push to become like a real player on the global stage, he wants to take over. He wants to be the most powerful leader and country. I think he knows how to do that. And if he... I don't think it's through... What you just said, right? Like I don't think it's through like the super aggressive push. No, and I don't think it's necessary to get what he wants to get no. ultimately in the end. But important to remember when you hear the way that it's going to be pitched by the, the media. establishment media is that they, literally on Fox News, it's, it was sickening. They're framing it like, oh... Putin's speech was reminiscent to the Hitler's early speeches before World War Two, and this invasion is reminiscent. Where is this? To this like, is on Fox News. Yeah, to how oh, how pretenses to Germany's expansion in World War Two. Like it's nothing like that, and it it's similar in the sense that the domino effect could be severe if full scale conflict breaks out between European powers. But we're not. <laughs> We're not in a similar circumstance where Putin is not a similar figure to Hitler. And Russia, in this instance, is not a similar adversary to Germany at the start of World War II. We're facing a lot of different threats here, and the and the stakes here are much different and higher in a lot of ways than they were before. The United States, remember, sat on the sideline of World War II for most of the war. It was not like the United States was... 
in this instance, if World War Three breaks out, the United States will be directly involved. Not just directly involved. We are the central figure here. We are the defining storyline of World War Three, and the defining and whatever happens in the end, the storyline is either going to be, you know, it's going to be written by the. Let's Vickers, be honest so. about it, though. You, we don't have very. We That's, have some ugly things that we could be that could be written about us if we come out the wrong side. So. It's kind of cool though. <laughs> no, seriously, like you when you learn about World War Two, might be Hitler. when you learn about World War Two, aren't you like a little jealous that you're like these damn Germans and other people all get to be talked about and like where are we? We're nowhere. No, I mean we're the guys who saved the day at the end. That's World not as cool. I think it's really cool. I kind of want to be the center. You don't like the nuke? No, it makes me actually... It's, it's a little sad. Uh, makes me sick. <laughs> no, <laughs> legitimately. Like, it. It, the way they teach it in schools, by the way, is like... It's not enough. They, they should really... gloss like, over a little bit? I mean, they they don't gloss over it. Because, like, there's... In... Oh, what grade was that? What grade did we learn how to make the paper cranes? There's a story. About hang a thousand trees with ribbons. No, the thousand paper cranes or something. Yeah. The guy, the <laughs> grandfather dies in Hiroshima. The granddaughter of the grandfather grows up and dies of cancer from the atomic bomb. So, like, it wasn't just, like, when we killed those people, that was it. Like, you made lasting impact for generations. Japan still thinks about it. Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I good for them. Like the Japanese people should win a, awards for how in, how have they just not decided first, to seek revenge. First, I encourage you to watch the movie The Thin Red Line. I'm scared now. Second, I encourage you to do some reading about what the Japanese were doing during World War Two because I'm sure it was bad. The German scientists get talked about a lot for I'm sure, listen, their, ex- their experiments. I'm sure the Japanese scientists were doing some <laughs> crazy shit. But like what but they like, were, I just don't think but the they, answer, what they were doing to the mainland Chinese at that time was some psychotic stuff. Like it, of course, like it's like science experiments that you would think that. Like what a, is that, by the way? What is you it? know? Actually, you know Sid from Toy Story. What he does with his toys? Yeah, that's like it'd what be like doing. if Sid from Toy Story were Japan's director of but science. What? What is it that like people naturally get along? Yeah. Like, when you're kids, you naturally get along yeah, with other kids. For the most part, inside of your own country, you all interact. We all agree to these social constructs, and we, we get through life. But how come, on the global stage, it's just chaos? Not all the time, but it's always like this, this balancing act that at any minute, if things start to go awry, like, the global power is just... Well, because you're wrong in your assessment that generally we get along. Because when you, you put... You think we don't? Because I think when you get one-on-one, when you get two people together, generally people get along. And when you get three people in a room, generally those three people can get along for a short enough amount of time. When you start adding more people and extending the amount of time in which these people have to interact... They're not going to always get along. And in fact, a lot of the time, they're going to have conflict. And 
what we're dealing with is not this this situation where people are having brief interactions that are f- that are friendly. You're dealing more with people that are like forced to interact over really long periods of time and have incredibly different points of views, languages, cultural opinions. And those things tend to lead to a lot of conflict. Now, when you bring borders into it, it's like with Ukraine and Russia, you're talking about borders that were drawn by the enemies of these people to essentially say, hey, you're not part of Russia anymore. You're now a different place. And you're not allowed to ever be Russia again. We said so. But doesn't it just feel tough? Doesn't it just feel dumb, though? What, borders in general? No, not borders in general. I'm not one of those, like, anti-border people. I get it. But I just think maybe... I don't know. War? Yeah, I mean, war... Like, all war is for power, control, and money. It's, there's no other... There's no noble cause to war. Even when there's like, well, that the, don't you see what this person's doing to his people? We need to go to war. Like, I think you gotta let those people figure it out. I don't know. I don't... I don't know. But it's a human imperative to survive. But that's not surviving. Like, these people are maniacal. They're evil people who get in... Like, no normal good people get into positions of leadership is really what I have learned. Yeah, but you're... Trudeau? But that's not what we're talking about. Like, if... If we're talking about war, like, why does war happen? Because, like, don't we know it's bad? Well, yeah, but... But it's not, like... Why do you fight people in a bar when you're drunk and they two in the morning? You know it's bad. just happens. Like, you gotta... Sometimes you have to fucking defend your honor. Sometimes you think someone slighted you. Sometimes... Sometimes some people just feel like fucking hitting a guy. But a kid, a four-year-old child in Times Square, got punched in the face by a thirty-five-year-old man. Listen, at random. Today, yeah, shit happens, man. So like, but my point is like Putin. But my point is, all right, you go out to a bar. Guy bumps into you. Maybe you're pissed off about something else. You love just making noise during a podcast. It's crazy. Like, this is an audio platform. <laughs> it's a microphone. Like, it picks up the sound. You're we tapping. You're doing this before while you're talking, just tapping your necklace. I, don't think, I think it's because of late. I'm tired. It's keeping me up. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's wrap this section up. But what I was going to say is you go out to a bar. Someone stu- hits you, whatever. But let's say you were somewhere else and you were mad and someone hit you and you had your daughter with you. You're like, oh, you know what? I can't. I'm not gonna fight this man, because I have my I have my daughter here, and I don't want to put her in danger. At two a.m. in a bar? No, I'm just saying anywhere. Like you're just out, and this happened. I feel like this with these like, as a country, like you're not just you, like these leaders aren't just them. You are a whole nation. You're putting your nation at risk. You're putting your your people's Who lives. Who is? The leaders. Which leader? Well, Joe Biden. But, but what I'm saying is... I'm not just saying it's just him. I'm saying, like, historically... No, but you can't say, oh, we can't 
War is bad. We can never have war. War is bad. We should try not to ever do it. We should try not to have wars. I agree. I think everyone agrees. I'm not saying they're not necessary. I, I'm not saying they are necessary at all. I think they're I'm saying necessary. that they happen because of just the nature of being alive and being well, human. That's like, my we point. can't stop that. It's stupid. It's not, though. It is. It's inherent. Which is dumb. Like, I think it just goes to show that, like, we're the most advanced species on this planet, as far as we know, and we're pretty dumb. Oh, that reminds me of a movie review. But we have, we have countless examples. Every species in nature turns on itself, tears itself apart, does terrible things to itself. It's not unique. Maybe we should just be wiped. It's... It goes back to what I've said on this podcast time and time again. We're not meant to be living the way we live. War is bad because we have the weapons we have. We have the weapons we have because we advance Maybe the way Maybe things we have. just aren't supposed to live in general. When lion prides clash with other prides, other prides yeah. a couple lions die. Yeah. Well, but not like 100,000 lions. <laughs> Well, I'm like a battlefield. Lions didn't figure out how to build bombs. Yeah, exactly. Lions weren't like, no, no, seriously. We split an atom in the middle of this thing, and, we and everything it. just goes boom. Speaking of which, have we talked about the guy who was in, I believe, Hiroshima was first and survived, and then and then went to Nagasaki for work, got it. which is crazy Japanese thing to do. It's like... Whoa, so I survived. Yeah, I'm going to be late. Holy, I've never seen anything <laughs> yeah. like that. Oh, man, I am I am so behind. I don't think the trains are going to be running on time. How am I going to get all the way to Nagasaki? I want to I want to go to Japan so bad. I really hope that they lower their VAX requirements. Yeah, because like... Have I'm, you ever heard Corbett talk about their VAX stuff there? Mm-hmm. Also, I'd so imagine they're such a very compliant strict. society. It's like well, they, don't, they don't have any r- rules or anything. It's just they expect they everyone just to... Like, yeah, I mean, they're... <laughs> oh, I've been watching a lot of that uh, CGP Grey. Oh, yeah? His videos are great. Yeah. And I found a video from, like, three years ago about... He was talking about uh, boarding planes. Okay. And how the, the systems we use are really inefficient. And how could you make these better systems to get people on planes faster? And there's a really easy solution. That would never work. It's just like, when you get your ticket, each individual is their own boarding group. And as long as you line up in that order of the boarding group, you can load it like this. But, like, the human nature is to just not follow directions. Yeah. Inevitably, when you just have more than, like, ten people, shit just goes, it just doesn't work. And it's funny that, like, you could just follow that up the ladder to this. Yeah. So, I guess it makes sense. But it will be interesting because if we come back seven days from now and the offensive is over and just Russia gained two new kind of proxy states, Putin, Putin come out on top. If there's, Would you ever move to Russia? No. If there's full-scale war, uh, well, maybe we'll come out on top. Thing. But then we were. I mentioned the world's changing in ways that we can't even. Then we get don't. to buy tank tops that say "back to back to back World War Champs." The stuff that's going on, with, like the Canadian banking, 
The, I don't they, even. They just. I don't even want to talk about that. As we're speaking, like as we're speaking, they they have just passed that act. Now Trudeau officially, through Parliament, has the power to look at essentially all the bank accounts in the country, like freeze them at will. Now, like, and if I, you don't think Joe Biden wants to do that here, you are. Nuts. He can't though. They're gonna try. They can't. I. You know. I really don't think you can look at Canada as as much as Canada's. I'll say it. When the Australians went all, like, bitch, that shocked me. I was like, no way. Are the I thought the Australian people were badass. Turns out they're not. I mean, if you didn't see the Canadians being just <laughs> the softest pieces of shit you've ever seen. I know, the truckers were really impressive. Not really. Dude, if we actually get... They were, they were mad because they were honking. By the way... Oh, man, I really wanted to say this during the main part of the podcast. What? I mean, this could be the main part of the podcast. We should... We'll just say it here, because this we'll is the political the part. ten-minute... I'm sick of not... Like, we've really bit our tongues on this podcast, I think, over the last year. The first year, we alienated all of our friends and family. And then we've toned and down. And we really toned down, but no one, none of our friends and family heard any of that, because they had stopped listening. Yeah, because we, we threw them away real early on. <laughs> But like, I'm sick. Because episode three, we were like, we need to take them to the streets. <laughs> I gotta be me, baby. I can't let the revolution. Let loose. The revolution is happening, and I will be damned if my You're be rhetoric here the whole time. If my rhetoric will not be inflammatory enough <laughs> to have the feds investigating me. God damn it, dude! Like, we have to be ready and proud. To be in the face of these absolute tyrants. And I am not going to be a hypocrite and be afraid of the censorship and be afraid well, you shouldn't be. of the clamping down. Because every because I have faith in the people that I know and love in time will recognize who the, who the real enemy Dude, is and will rally to I, our sides. I didn't say that, but I said something in my mind that I think kind of meant that. When I was talking about, like, I sincerely hope that they do do, like, these vaccine camps and I get rounded up. <laughs> what I mean, no, what I mean by that is, like, we are at a time in our society where, like, listen, I'm ready, I'll say it, I'm ready to die for I'll these cars. <laughs> and, like, I don't mean, like, I have to go be on these battle on the, on the front lines of battle and, but, like, I will. <laughs> if it comes to it. And I won't think twice about it, because guess what? And I've, I've said it to Amanda about, like, a bunch of her friends who've, you know. We're in this weird, we're just in a, we're just in a weird time, man. And I think you just have to. It's going to take certain people being made examples of. For other people to rise up. And if I have to be that person, I don't want to be that person. But if it happens, like if our podcast, for some reason, us two idiots, <laughs> or like the feds come knocking on our door tomorrow, me and you get taken away. If that's what like sparks enough people to be like, this has gone too fucking far. Yeah. All right, let's go. So I, I get your sentiment. I really do. 
Yeah, it's it's ridiculous with what they're saying about but, the protesters in Canada. What I want to say about them is like, I will say I was I thought it was cool. <laughs> like I'm glad the truckers did it, but overall, dude, fuck Canada. Yeah, crazy. like fuck them, man. And the way they, the way their people are like, this is they, for the greater good of Canada. They suck. Yeah. And all I look at that and I go, yeah, that can't happen. It won't. I don't think it can happen here. Maybe it could, but like. I think it would get, it would blow up before it got there. Yeah. I think we have crazier people, that's all. And by crazier, I guess I don't mean crazy at all. I just mean like. And this is obviously. There's nothing left to lose, you know? Yeah, I mean, if it gets that far, if. I don't understand what people would think is worse. Wait, you're going to freeze, freeze my freeze bank account? Every per- person's bank account out of whim. Okay. Like, freeze my bank account. See what happens. I is- will go fucking <laughs> crazy. I will. Like, what? If, if I can't get money, what do you think I'm going to do? You think I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Can I have my money back? No. I'm going to do some crazy shit because you forced it on me. And, and this is just an entertainment podcast and all this is jokes. No, it's not entertainment. Night. But I want to say, if... If World War Three were to break out and the U.S. were to like send a significant portion of the military and resources fighting World War Three on a European battlefront, while China is like licking its chops to like engage the United States in an international, you know, conflict of that kind, bye bye West Coast. I would say that would be the perfect opportunity for anyone who were um, a domestic terrorist or extremist to to instigate a separatist movement of their own to kind of challenge the United States it would on be a domestic great front. But I would never consider Listen, such Listen, you have to be an opportunist in life. <laughs> when things look their bleakest, you got to find the light. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're going to war here. China's over there. New country over here! <laughs> <Can we? laughs> where, where would it start? What would be the country that... What would be the state? I know it's always talked about, like, Texas, but I don't think it's Texas. There's got to be a state. Because they have two, like, I'm sorry. When you have a city like Austin. I don't want, geographically, I don't like Texas in relation to Mexico. Like, I think it would be more centralized. Right, I kind of agree. But maybe. I think, like, in Oklahoma. Could be. But they're too landlocked. Nebraska? No, I think landlocked is kind of what you want. Not for, like, resources and stuff. We got trucks. We have all the truckers. I mean, depending on how much of the country surrounding it were in support of you, you could get enough resources to keep an economy going. Florida? Florida Florida's a good spot. Like, if you can get Florida, Maybe Alabama. spot would be, like... Alabama? Louisiana, Alabama, Louisiana. somewhere in there. In the Gulf. You just take this the little panhandle to get that whole area. All right, I don't hate it. But if you could split the country directly, a- directly in half and have like the northeast and the west coast, they'd be fucked. Because like that's a how would you fight that while you're like fighting World War Three? That'd be impossible. Wait, what do you mean? If like Splitting the United, half, if down, the United like, States went in the down? Civil War. Then you have the West Coast and the East Coast, and essentially there's and there was a united. We're state. too we're too mixed. I know it'd be impossible to figure out how it would who, how it would break which way. It would be like, all right, guys, what? everyone get everyone get to your sides. We're gonna start fighting in three it'd days. It'd be really interesting to see like would the states retain their government structures? Like would it return? Would it, no. Would it be a rapid? They were talking about it on actually. Tim Pool had a really interesting guest. He was a left wing guy who wrote a book about some shit. 
I don't really care. Like about a rapid fall back into like the revolution time. No, like a rapid defederalization, so they fell, fall back to like more extreme statehood, which we've considered being the best option. Yeah. Would that happen, or would state governments kind of dissolve? I think state governments and would like dissolve. would geo- geographic landmass around that I kind think, of stop mattering and more. I like think the federal government matter. would rise up even more. I think you'd see state governments dissolve, but I think you would see like. The states pushing the hardest for this would, like, come together. And I think the federal government would back those other states. It'd be a tough war. The borders kind of redraw themselves around political ideologies. Yeah. Essentially. That's something to think about. Anyway, that's enough of that stuff. What are we talking about? I don't know. Oh, my God. We've just been talking nonsense. This this isn't even the podcast. I know. This is the warm-up show. This nonsense for thirty minutes. This is what we're just we're getting so bad at just sitting here and practice. Like, hello, how are you? Good. <laughs> Let's get a podcast going. 